tune into a radio show and everyone's got their levels right and stuff. They want to hear people like test the sound and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Talk with an apple turnover in their mouth. I want people to know you can do this. <laughs> and you don't have to go hungry when, when you do this. I mean, look at those idiots on TV, you know? I know it's all fake. They got little, uh... Directors? And they, and they got they got scripts. Uh, they, they're looking at, but they also have uh, cords going into them, feeding them. So people don't know that they're actually eating while they're up there. What? Uh, yeah, yeah, they have those, uh... They have, like, those tubes? Yeah, yeah, not test tubes. Uh, no, but, uh, like, the saline tube. Yeah, that, like... yeah, Jimmy Kimmel, man. While he's on TV? Yeah, they're plugging uh, donut juice into him. And that's why you don't see him going hungry, because he's eating. But you see him gaining that weight still, though. Did you ever watch... He's lost so much weight, though. Yeah, because they stopped that. They stopped it, but they were doing... See, you ever see the influx of weight on these uh, late-night shows? Well, I think there's a stereotype that to be a host of a late-night show, you need to be swelt. Mm. Which I don't think you need to, man. I think that's a guy thing. Uh, I don't see a fat host of a late-night show. You haven't seen... A not fat host, or what? I've never seen a really fat host. Oh, okay. I guess I don't know. Swell. I thought swell was a, a, a no. Thin. Swelt is like thin. Oh. Uh, nah, man. Uh, uh is that true? Is, is, is you think so? I mean, Jay Leno's probably the fattest late night host. Who else? Who else is there? See, James Corden. But I mean, even he got really skinny, right? Maybe that's an American thing, man. Because they're like, you know, we are, we're already uh. When I'm a fast fast food nation here. Oh yeah, it's uh, like I don't want to see my fucking neighbor on the late night TV. I want to see somebody who actually worked for it. I mean, I used to love the Spanish talk show uh, Gorda La Flaca. I don't know what he was saying, but he was always <laughs> this super huge guy oh, yeah. in like a hot tub with, with, with hot, hot chicks. I've it, never seen it, but he, he gives me kind of a Bumblebee Man vibe from The Simpsons. That's oh, how, yeah. That's how I'm imagining well, it. Well, that guy, I think that guy does have his own show, though, the Bumblebee guy. Yeah, yeah, he has his own show on the, uh, yeah. TV, on the Simpsons universe. No, on the on the Spanish channel, too. I mean, oh, Bumblebee Man has his own show? Yeah, I think he Oh, actually, wow, they he, had a spinoff? Of, well, no, I, I, I've i seen that. It's it's He's, like, in a school. Uh, oh, it's based on a true uh, person. I, I, I'm, yeah, I guess the Simpsons part, yeah. But not the, I guess, maybe not the Spanish part uh, the, on the Spanish show. Oh, oh, series. so the Bumblebee Man is an English character? No, I'm saying I've seen him on the Spanish channel. Oh, yeah. But uh, I don't know if it's a true story uh, from there. I can't understand what they're saying. <laughs> so I don't know if, like, in the beginning it says Bumblebee is based on a real guy. Oh, wow. I don't know. I, I, but the the Simpsons character, I guess, is based on a real guy. It's based on the guy that the, it's on but the I TV, don't know but if, you don't know if that original yeah, guy is based yeah, on a yeah. true character. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Keith D'Souza. Uh, thanks for having me, Luke. Like, like the eggs. The Souza. Souza <laughs> omelet. Oh, what? There's a... What? Yeah. Aren't you named after a famous omelet? The Souza omelet, Sousa huh? The Souza omelet. Uh, I never had it, but if, if it exists, I... I don't know why I've waited 33 years, but uh, a Sousa omelet, really? Yeah, yeah, just, just, yeah. Huh. Just the Sousa, I think. Sousa. I know there's, like, a tequila called Sousa. Okay, that's close. Yeah, but a Sousa omelet, I gotta try it. What's in it? 
Hey, listeners, call in and let me know what's in a Sousa omelet. You can do that here, actually. 224-766-1986. That's not the radio phone number. That's my personal phone number. Oh, yeah. Call me and let me know where I can get a Sousa omelet. Um, You know what's cool about this place? You can give out the station number. Like, the other place, they, they don't allow it, but they still want you to give. I don't even know. I guess they, yeah, you can't even give it to the people calling in. Yeah. They want you to How call they... specifically to that person. That's, that seems backwards. But you, like... Radio shows are supposed to have callers calling in, not... Right? Uh, I guess if yeah. you're prank calling somebody. I mean, but that's cool, too. I mean, imagine being that guy that's like, wrong show, and then now you have those people calling your show, which now that person's giving you people. <laughs> right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, so... I just wanted you to... Join in, yeah, with me on the, at this new spot. Hell yeah, dude! Thanks for having me. I love Mutiny Radio. Um, I get that vibe from you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mutiny Radio uh, this is pretty good to me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the other place, probably not so much. FCC free? Uh, I, I never actually had a problem with FCC free, but this is like I like the mission. There's uh, a taqueria across the street that has amazing pupusas. If you come out to Twenty uh, First Florida, Rachel Benson in the studio. There you go. I, 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 Rachel Pinson. Oh, okay. He, 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 he grabbed the. It's called a directional mic. There was a apple turnover uh, or cherry turnover. So, Hello. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just came yeah. back from a coffee shop, and they love us so much that they gave me free coffee. Oh, oh. she got that super discount. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. The one thing I shout out to coffee shop. They're always donating to us. Which shop? Coffee. It's called coffee yeah, shop. What, I just, it's around the corner. That's what it is. I mean, that's, it, it's, a, I just plugged that pupuseria across the street, too. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, right. and there's a liquor store on the corner, you guys, if you're ever in the neighborhood and you need to buy liquor. But you're not allowed to bring liquor into Mutiny Radio, right? No, I'm just, oh, uh, no. if we're going to yeah. advertise local businesses. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm just letting people know that there's a liquor <laughs> store in the corner. Yeah. And I, I sell weed for $75 an ounce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, support local businesses, buy weed off of this guy. <laughs> yeah, this place is different than the other place, huh? Like, you could name businesses around that you, you want to support versus... Uh, I almost got peed on walking up here, or or, or in a some... in a kinky way, or I mean, in that it could be either way, but still, man, you know, <laughs> you don't. At least here, you know that that was probably kinky. You don't have that option. Like, was it kinky? Oh yeah, you, you, you know, it's like it's either kinky or assault. So I, I mean, I mean, yeah, they, I had people come in the studio. You know, it, this this guy was taking a crap on my car. Oh. Uh, you know, needles. Where else was he gonna go? I, I mean, see, that's the thing, isn't it? <laughs> isn't, isn't that the thing? Uh, you know, people come from out of town and they just don't get it. Uh, what kind of car? Uh, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I, I didn't get a chance to look at it, but person. Oh, actually, I said, thought it was your car. You said. No, 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 no. Oh, I thought you saw, I like, saw somebody take a shit he's on your car. Just empathizing with the oh, person who owns the car. Weird. When you regularly come here, I guess not as much happens to you. I guess. I, uh, I, yeah, I remember last, May, second to last time I was at FCC Free, and I walk outside, and I'm talking to you, and I'm smoking a spliff, 
and a guy walks up and says, can I borrow your lighter? And I was like, sure. And then he starts smoking meth right next to us, <laughs> right hey. next to us. And I was like, dude, you can keep that lighter. And then he <laughs> walks away and he's like, oh, thank you. And I'm like, yeah, this like whatever gets you not smoke. And for one, like you're supposed to use a torch. So I don't even know if that worked. But but uh, then I'm walking back home and I realize that I don't have a lighter and my spliff went out. But then I see that same guy super tweaking and i was like hey can i use that lighter again and he was all like oh, yeah and then like gives me back my lighter i use it give it back to him it was a good day oh yeah yeah it's, it's just full a circle vibe yeah i mean but i i do kind of prefer the location of i mean it looks nice out there like i go out the building i stretch but i don't feel like taking off my pants so much <laughs> i mean isn't that weird like it's like i'm, I'm like this I dig the environment. I, I like the environment better, but I don't feel like getting undressed, and I don't feel like the bathroom's all that appropriate for having sex in, you know, with myself or anyone else. It, uh, in mutiny? Yeah. I, I don't know. Like This is a very small bathroom, yeah. Yeah. That's what the it, loft upstairs is for. There's a loft upstairs. That's a secret loft. We can't tell the listeners about the loft. Oh, oh. yeah. Yeah, because we gave... Maybe we're, I'm a lawyerist and I'm trying to get too. the listeners to come in and check up the what's going on in the loft. Maybe that's my secret game. Oh, well, okay, yeah, call, ask for Rachel Pinson. <laughs> they know me there. I mean, I, I don't know if I want to invite everyone to... Uh, to yeah, because yeah, uh, that brings up, there was a ad before I got here on oh, the overhead thing. Uh, sec, protect yourself uh, and, and safe sex. Uh, condoms and uh, get checked and what what are some other things that could be uh, that can be safe for sex uh, COVID checks COVID <laughs> checks uh, before you get in the bedroom you know <laughs> yeah, get a little nose uh, treatment yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. vaccine um, yeah the vaccine for HPV a, is probably a good one a breathalyzer by every bedside so you know they're not it's still <laughs> Before you get in the bed, you gotta take this. Breath. You gotta take no, a breathalyzer no, before, not, otherwise you could be too drunk too to consent. That's not the laws. Or not enough. Oh, yeah. Oh, That's problematic. Know. That's problematic, Luke. Uh, Sometimes I, I, the safe for me is just staying away from that person. Yeah. That, like I've stayed away from so many situations I could have. Had sex and 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 I, I said no. How do you do oh, it? Oh, so you're preaching abstinence, as safe sex. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm preaching uh, partial abstinence. How do you how do you decide whether somebody is suitable for a sex well, partner or not? Someone totally wants to be with you, like they make it pretty obvious, and you uh, and that scares you, and then that's that's that part. Oh, okay. <laughs> if they're too into you, then it's like well, what the fuck. Yeah, that's what you're saying. I mean, that's, that's yeah, that's that's a big thing right there. Why? Why do you think that is? Ah, uh, because that's a bad sign. I mean, I, I don't, I don't understand. It's because uh, of your guy. I think fear of intimacy, Luke. It's because of your, it's your fear of intimacy because you've been hurt before. I think that's something maybe guys don't get though. I mean, uh, because like this guy I, I, at my uh, apartment complex, he went to jail recently. Got a little too physical, and uh, he deserved it. I mean, you, what did you know? 
Uh, you can't be blaming, oh, things got out of hand. No, bro. Uh, I saw the signs. That's all your fault. So, so wait, so you got in a fight with this guy because... Like... Oh, no, he got in a fight with his, his uh, woman. It was a spousal thing. Uh... It's like, bro, uh, no, I mean, people are like... She, she was all over him. What happened? I was like, that's the signs right there. So that's all your fault, bro. Wait, what's, what's his yeah, fault? I'm, I'm having a hard time following the story. <laughs> so the guy beat his woman, and it's... Of, of course, that's his fault for beating yeah, yeah. his woman. Yeah. Well, oh, you're, cool. saying, of course, cool. you're saying it's not the woman's fault for getting beat. Cause... Well, what did she say? <laughs> uh, I, I don't... <laughs> I don't know. I just know that the guy seemed like a sucker. He, was, he seemed like a lame. It's like, it's like that is not a sign to, oh, this is seal the deal. She's going to live with me because, like, she's all over me. Oh, this must be real. That's a bad sign. Oh, if the yeah. person's all over you, that's a bad sign. Yeah. That's all you. You're you're the loser. That's a bad sign, bro. But then, if, how do you have sex with anybody if they're not all over you? Yeah, it's like okay. So enthusiastic you, consent. Where is the line between? <laughs> I where is it too enthusiastic? Where's I the ask line ahead of time. I'm like, hey, you seem to be feeling me. Is this consent? And then like, but you're not overly feeling me. That's cool. Because uh, if you're like, so what is overly feeling? What did they have to do for you to be like? This is too much like like uh i love you i love you. that's a real bad sign and then like but what if they're wasted we're in i mean that's that's a good sign uh I, I, yeah but what i love they're, you they're when, wa- when they're wasted is perfect that's fine i love you when you're wasted is fine because in the moment you do love them but uh i mean you know you're in public person's all over you and, and before and, you tell me i love you i'm gonna have to have you breathe into this breathalyzer <laughs> so i know if it's real <laughs> thank god i plan for safe sex <laughs> so that is you know i think that's safe when you're blocking this person out because like yeah that, that's they could have kids for one thing the kids kids are that, that's the worst oh oh you fuck with moms that have kids already yeah but that's cool but not i don't want any more oh i see what you're saying i mean any more is anything from zero yeah 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 he has too many children i don't moms don't really hang out with me i don't really hang out with moms a lot i I see that you you so you you he doesn't even hang out with his own mom (laughs) yeah he lives in a different state (laughs) okay okay we can talk about moms uh you know i went to the fair last night uh the mom fair I went, no, well, I had to bring my mom. Oh, okay. uh, well, I, I told her because she's. She said, "I'm only getting Johnson Johnson. It's one shot thing." Me too. I want to be in the California lottery. J and J, baby. And uh, <laughs> and when I got to the fair, I saw they had the JJ uh, vaccine. I, I said, "Mom, what the hell are you doing? You need to be here right now." They got the Johnson and Johnson, and uh, because I wanted her to get vaccinated at the fair because you get free rides, free food, and uh, entry. Nice. Uh, so of course she could hang with me, you know. She, yeah. she gave me free food and rides. Yeah. And then uh, we were at the Coolio concert, and then all of a sudden, um, so like everyone's bum rushing the the seats, and this woman she sits on this woman's hand, and all of a sudden a fight encounters. Jeez. And then my mom saved the day. She she said these words: security, security. 
And she just kept saying security. Hell yeah. Because I, I feel like a lot of people were going by the no snitch motto. But You know, a lot of people, they've been living their whole lives in a gangster's paradise. You know, I... Even me, I, I second guess it. Like, I wouldn't have said security. I might have jumped in there and be like, oh, hold on, ladies. Throw some oil in there if you're going to get all wild. No, but, yeah, I, 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 was, like, I was like, dang, chill, chill out, you know? I got some yeah. good parenting advice from the coffee shop next door. Um, he's got two kids. He told me that he only lets his children cuss in if they're going to use a British accent. And they're like seven and eight, so they're like... <laughs> Like, bloody hell, daddy. <laughs> I, I, I like that idea. Oh, you yeah. cunt. <laughs> daddy, she called me a cunt. <laughs> well, quit being a cunt. But see, how you not just laugh? Uh, Bollocks. Yeah. See, I think it's going to be good for building your self-esteem because it is hilarious and people are, they're going to grow up thinking that they're really funny. You know the thing about kids, though, who get laughs? They don't understand the concept of diminishing returns where if they get a laugh, they keep doing the same bit. It's like, yeah, you can't do it true. the same way, the same I time. I can't imagine like, anyone that would tell the same bits over and over hoping to get the same laugh. But different people, you know, different people, <laughs> you can't tell to the same person I, the same way. I was just thinking that, that, like, being a comic makes me feel like, just like you said, like a little kid where I'm just like, <laughs> uh, remember when I said this thing that was really funny? Uh, I'm going to say it again. No, no, okay. Yeah, my jokes were worse as a kid. Mm. So we got, uh, dang, I just, I do it again. What is that? I don't know what happens. Like, I, I just. Oh, yeah, that's just broken. I just moved it's it not you. One time, uh, the, the, these, like, little mic stands, uh, one time my breast lightly brushed it and it fell apart. And I was like, ah, destruction. She said breast. breast. I did. We're on the radio. I don't want to say titties or. Whatever. <laughs> I'm totally. I'm, I feel like there's about to be a duel happening with this music in the background. I, I'm, trying not to, like a, I'm trying not to look. Your cleavage is, <laughs> is pretty nice today. But um, I'm just saying that, like that thing falls apart so easily. I, I'm glad like, because John I barely John, touched see, it. See, John would have chewed me out, and it was all hit. A lot of things were like uh, they they'd break, and he wouldn't tell. He knew ahead of time, but he wouldn't say. He would just put it all on me. Yeah, Damn, everything I, here is already slightly janky, so it's like, like if it falls apart, hey, we'll fix it. Well, I like how Pam not. Pam is just a she seems like a good person. Yeah, yeah. there's no there's no evil. I mean, there's I'm, I see some stress, but there's no like evil. Yeah, if it, there's no, it, like, if it comes out, you stand by and go, that's a good person. <laughs> yeah, Pam's a great great person. So we got shout out to Pam Benjamin. Yeah, yeah, we talked about her last time because I, I didn't realize I had a comic that that was actually gonna, gonna perform with her. So we got uh, Alzara and Get Gets tuning up in the other room. Oh, awesome! That's a in cool uh, instrument. Yeah, it sounds like um like a country what like a country western type. Fucking uh, um, Sergio Leone type. Uh, is that what that is? Is that a dulcimer? I, be I believe so. Oh, a dulcimer. Oh, yeah. So it's uh, my strings. I'm like, hey, look at that dulcimer. It sounds beautiful. Yeah, well, maybe we should do a should do a mic check out there. To uh, maybe, yeah, yeah. Alzara gets right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just, well, when you get chances, grab one of those mics and we could do a a, a check right there on you. Uh, stage mics right there. 
I, uh, I want to give another shout out to coffee shop next door because they put ice cubes in my co iced coffee that are made out of coffee so that when, wow. they, when it melts, it's just more coffee, dude. Oh, those people are amazing. Okay, now I gotta go there, but I don't know coffee when they shop. close. That's the name of the coffee shop. We're probably uh, it's very. Do we have, it's simple. Will, will, will we have like a break? You, it's not even called a cafe. Yeah, yeah it's a we should shop. Uh, play a song and then it'll go out uh, and and do a little check there in a little bit. Uh, we should probably talk about uh, one thing. We should talk about a little bit. Oh, yeah. Uh, how about these coffee ice cubes? How do they fucking do that? How do they make a coffee ice cube? They put ice, ice coffee. They put it in an ice tray, a regular yeah. ice tray. I want some now. So we, should, uh, <laughs> we don't need to overthink it. <laughs> well, what, what do, you know, we should talk about the uh, the, the gays. Talk gays? About, oh yeah, the Pride Month. The gays, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> we've been doing a lot of uh, the, 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 the. I mean, I think they have a right to exist. Oh, here, that's okay. It's... But I do think they're occupying too much territory. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm thinking of Israel. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I think that's that. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's that first mic right there. Okay. All right. We got you out there. This mic Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, that's a good tip. I'm definitely going to. We were just talking about how that it makes, makes it seem more real. But yeah, also, that's true. Also, that's that true. could be. Yeah, it's we good always, to have that option. I, I like having all my technical issues and sound checks happen live on air on my show. It's One thing, uh, I, I, yeah, I was talking about the gays, about how. Uh, <laughs> I want to hear the behind the scenes. It, is this bad? Like, uh, we, we've been fighting. Well, I mean, I, I really mean. Wait, are we talking uh, about gay people but, still? Yeah, okay. people are fighting. fighting gay people. Uh, people are fighting gay people. No, uh. <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, are we still talking about Israel, Palestine, I, or I gay was, people? No, no, I'm saying I was. <laughs> I was. I always get them confused. I was reading how this is becoming. Uh, it might become normal where uh, gays don't have to worry about coming out of the closet, and then, see, I, I'm, I'm straight, so I never worried about that. But now I'm worried because, uh, if they can't come out of the closet, it's still gonna be fun for these guys. It's still gonna be fun for not guys. I mean, women too. It's still gonna be um, fun. There's still pressure. There's still people like that don't feel comfortable. There's still people in the closet. Is this so? But what if? And there are a lot, often like you know preachers and politicians. What if there was gonna? What if there was no coming out of the closet? Is, is it still gonna be fun for these guys? Like, like it went, like you, once gays were able to get married, you know, and like now you're married bummer. to this guy. It's Man, like, I was is it really the dirty so gay sex that you were into? Like, what a I mean, bummer. I felt so much more fun being gay when I was being oppressed and had to hide my sexuality and my identity but now it's no fun hell yeah i can just be me yeah uh, this is nothing like uh, you know nothing to hide nothing sneaky you know I, I see what you're saying i could just it's imagine like when you, it's when you bang somebody sex, who's in a, who's married right it's like when you bang somebody who's married and then now she gets divorced I, and it's like the the fun is gone you know i would you hate can't to be with her because you're like you have commitment issues right? <laughs> i would hate to have to deal with like yeah, I mean, they had the good thing going on for a while. Imagine, like, uh, I was actually jealous of uh, the, the gays in a way because they don't have to get married. Yeah, no pressure to get married. Yeah. Like, uh, Yeah, so it's like uh, every, like, rich gay person right. who's in a relationship with a not-rich gay person probably hated gay marriage, you know? Um, like, my yeah. gay parents got gay married, but not legally. Oh. Um, so that's something. See if I wrote anything down. Uh, 
Yeah, Alzira, uh, Alzara, right? Alzara. Alzara, that's so exotic. Nice to meet you. Yeah, we got you on the mic there. Uh, so, yeah, since, since uh, came a little later, I was thinking uh, maybe one, you could start performing that, uh, playing some music and all. Yeah, but but you, we you st we still got everyone on the mic, so we could all just join in. But I was thinking, okay. well, I can like wander down the block and practice a little bit and be here and play at one. Oh yeah, if you want, or you could just okay. join in on convo. Uh, okay, I can do that too. But definitely, yeah, one because because I yeah I want to get them songs in there, make sure we got time for that. Uh, okay. So I was thinking we could get Stanley Roberts on from the uh, twelve thirty to. Uh, a little bit uh, block, and then uh, get you in there for like tons of songs after that. Okay, yeah, I'm in no rush, and I'm sorry about being late. No, no, that's good. We Great just, weekend. it's that's. I think that's showbiz, right? It is. And we're going. That's that's on your end, and then my end. That's showbiz. It's like she's coming, we adjust, and if the person's not coming, it's like, all right, this is how things are going. But you know what? <laughs> I wouldn't want it any other way. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm not really in showbiz. I'm just, <laughs> I'm you know, a substitute teacher. I, I love these lives. Like, uh, so, uh, uh, you're, you're uh, this, this is the Brothers spe uh, Spellbinder music you're playing? It is. Yeah, he said just solo today, so it's me. Oh, that's, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. She's about to, do we cut? No, no, we could, I don't have my clapper today. Oh. Ooh, but, but, I don't have the clap either. I don't know if you should clap off mic. Sorry, I think there is. Wait, did you? Is there a clapper? I think so. Yeah, I just saw some weird little. Yeah, it's called your hands. Oh, there it is on the piano. We're gonna, we're gonna have, we're gonna have the. Okay, here. I believe this is. I'm getting used to these phone conversations. Check this out. All right, I think we got them on the. Oh, there's a caller. Yeah. We got them right here. Uh, well, uh, I mean. Stanley Roberts on the phone, I believe. Yes, it is. Pete. There we go. This is this is my second call in since doing the the show. S Stanley, can you hear us? I can hear you loud and clear. Oh, right. Oh, so he can hear us. Like I don't. We can't barely hear him. Oh, okay. But the radio can hear. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So you can you can hear. You, you guys grab the mics there. I got Rachel Pinson, Keith DeSouza in the building, Stan, Stanley Roberts from uh, People Behaving Badly. Uh, and then uh, yeah, I, could, I could hear you. Uh, so you are you, you're not uh, residing in the, the Bay Area, I believe, anymore, right? I'm in Phoenix right now. Phoenix. And uh, so you do a lot of traveling for the show. Yeah, that's part of the deal is travel, but the hardest part about it is that all that traveling costs money, and at some point you start to run out of money when you're trying to build a franchise. You gotta spend money to make money, is what they say. Is, is that right? That's what I, they say, but you know you can't spend money if you don't have it. <laughs> yeah, I, I spend money, but I don't make the money. That's the hard part. Spending money is the easy part. Yeah. Yeah, I've always thought of it, it. We don't really think about that a lot because I always think of you just like a, some celebrities I like also. That these people are uh, big celebrities, and uh, we don't think about they need money to make certain things. Yeah. So, how, how's. 
Can someone, are we, are we on the air now? We're on the air right now. Oh, okay. I didn't know for sure. We just kind of jumped right into it. That's fine. I want to tell some of the viewers how to find this, but uh, we're on the air, so let's just do this. MutinyRadio.fm. And then it turns into a podcast later. Which I believe right. I, I've been listening to some of your podcasts lately, and I realized you've you've gone on pretty far since. Uh, well, you're still doing uh, people behaving badly, just not on the news anymore. Well, we do a it's called caught misbehaving now because of some uh, legal issues that came up that weren't my fault, but they happened. Oh snap! So we yeah, probably can't talk about that then, huh? No, I can talk about it. I mean, someone, you know, to prevent me from leaving, uh, they trademarked the name and basically sat on it so that I can't use it. So I switched gears and changed the name to Caught Misbehaving. Nice. Okay. That's... Well, yeah, that's lame. All these judicial... I mean, judicious. I mean, they, they copied you and then now... But he didn't do the trademark... You know, because he's just like a funny, he's just like funny, he's not like worrying about trademarks, but then some fucking judicious piece of shit, it's like, I'm going to trademark that. Yeah, that, that happens. Or litigious is what I mean. Litigious is the word I was like. Well, yeah, so what happened was I actually attempted to trademark the name a while back, but I ran into a uh, conflict with a uh, TV show called Girls Behaving Badly. Ah. And they argued that it was too close. And rather than have to go to a whole legal battle over Seri- See, that, That's ridiculous. Girls behaving badly says you're too close. They're too close to Girls Gone Wild. Is that, are you serious? Their, their whole name is a ripoff of something else. Yeah, I know, but when you deal with legal stuff and all, you know who really benefits from most legal stuff? Fucking lawyers. Is that right? The lawyers, yes. The lawyers make all the money. Um, you can have a lawsuit where you get a dollar, but they get 300000 <laughs> Oh wow! I'm in the wrong. Fi- well, <laughs> I I do think I could be a good lawyer, you know, because like if somebody was like, "Hey, I need to get off," like I I murdered somebody, I would come up with a defense of like, "Oh, he was acting in self-defense," you know. And that and that, that's new, that's what, the new defense is when someone does something crazy. It's like, oh, they have a mental issue. Oh. Everybody who does something bizarre nowadays is a mental issue. No one ever acts on their own, uh, their own, just doing stuff. They're not just an, no, there's no assholes anymore. They're all just mental. Everybody's, the whole world's a mental patient now. Is that a California thing? Uh, uh, No, no. I mean, I just posted a video, I shared a video this morning, or last night, I think, on Twitter, of a woman who, a 50 year old woman who was was butt naked, uh, running around inside of a, uh, uh, restaurant in Florida throwing stuff around. Oh, this channel with shoes. Oh. Talk about girls behaving badly. Yeah. And then if yeah. you... <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. You need a lawyer too, I guess. On my YouTube page, I just posted a video of a Amazon worker. Oh, yeah. Uh, or, or I'll say a person wearing an Amazon vest that's supposed to be delivering Amazon packages. Uh, tried to beat the crap out of a of your woman because she called her up the B word. I've se- I've just seen that one. Yeah, it's on my YouTube. If you go there, it's uh, youtube.com forward slash uh, Mr. Badly Productions. Yeah, I, I, I've seen this Mr. Badly Productions. That's there's so much we could talk about about just on the behaving badly. 
And yeah, but if I can get you guys to turn up your volume on your end, because I'm straining to hear you guys. At you. Uh, Keith. Hey, hey, is this better? No, we'll keep talking. I'll let you know. Okay. Here we are. Me and Keith. I feel like you turn, uh, you change your voice. Or, yeah. <laughs> you just. No, I have an allergy in my butt right now, so. Huh. But this is my normal voice, I think. <laughs> so me, me and Keith talking to Stanley Roberts from Cron Four. Could we? Uh, well, I mean, that's where you—that's where I first think of you for. You, you can't say that anymore, can you? If you go to their website, I'm still there. Uh, like I still work there. And if you go to Twitch, uh, I'm not Twitch. TikTok. They created a TikTok account which has all of my stuff on it from way back in the day. And if you go to Roku, they also have me on the Roku. So. In some people's minds, I'm still there. Hell yeah. That, that's, so, yeah, and because of that, I've seen a post where people want you back there. Yeah, you know, people don't know what they really want sometimes. They'll tell me, hey, do this, do this, do this, and then you do that, and then, you, then, then there's silence. Uh, they'll say, we want you to go back, 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 you go back, 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 and then there's silence, or why'd you go back? And you have half your sense go back, and you have to don't ever go back. And yeah, so, have you had a point where people had enough of the behaving badly? I, I mean, I don't think I could get enough. I mean, you, you seem like a creative person. You always got to go grab those those scenes. Well, I think the human, I think the human nature as a whole is, and I don't like using the word entertaining, but is interesting. Yeah. Because human, human nature will have people do something and then say they've never done it, although you have video documentation that they actually did it while they were at press of doing it. But they'll look you straight in the eye and say it never happened. Uh, I'm familiar with this. It's called getting blackout drunk. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you've seen a lot of those. <laughs> I've never experienced blackout drunk before, but I'll, I'll take it. La di da. I mean, that could be a good thing. You know, I, I've always, I've, I've. Yeah, if you're home blacked out drunk. If you're that could, yeah, I feel uh, like you're. There's a lot of judgment happening right now. Well, if you're, <laughs> you remember, you remember, I'm just kidding. Remember the old shirt that used to be out that says, "I'm not, a, um, I'm not an alcoholic. Alcoholics need, um, uh, need uh, counseling." Because I'm just a drunk. I fall down. I get up. That's not a problem. <laughs> See, I feel like it would be worse if I was at home. You, you must have seen a lot of that doing the uh, behaving badly. Or uh, I noticed a lot of your your shows, a lot of your scenes are in the daytime. Well, you know what's funny? Is that I will see people that would normally, like, scorn at the fact that anyone drank anything, any alcohol before 1 o'clock in the afternoon. How dare you? It's, only one, it's not even 1 yet. You, you just have something to drink. But then you'll watch the... The, when the uh, uh, Warriors won the championship or, or something else going on, um, and they have a parade, and at like 8 o'clock in the morning, they're out there with a bottle of Hennessy pouring out the apple juice <laughs> and a of so they can have Hennessy to drink at 8 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, but now it's okay because everyone's doing it. Yeah, I was, I was going to say that. Amateurs. Well, that's Oakland, but but now I guess that would be San Francisco, right? I guess. No, that was San Francisco, the Braves. So, Bay Breakers 
Eight o'clock in the morning. Oh, beta breakers, yeah. Eight in the morning, I have no idea. Man, I, the first time I got arrested in San Francisco for um, drunk in public, you know, they kept me in the in jail for a day, and then I got released the next day, and there's all these hundreds of people just walking the streets drinking, and it's like, what the fuck? I just got arrested yesterday <laughs> yeah. for this exact same behavior, and it's like, oh, that's beta breakers. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's just... So I just waited one day, it would have been legal. I don't know. Or if you were just a Santa Claus. Oh, yeah, SantaCon, yeah. Oh, I'm sure you... I, did you... I believe you've done a SantaCon one, right? Haven't you, Stanley? I've never... I've always missed SantaCon because SantaCon happens on my vacation time. Mm. Every year, from before Christmas until after New Year, I'm on vacation. So I don't care about all the bad behavior, although I get a lot of videos and emails from people saying, look what I just found, you know? Yeah, you catch um, the stuff we don't know about. Hey, is this buzzing happening on the radio or just no, in my headphones? It's, headphones? it's just the headphones. Okay, cool, cool. Because when I do this, it buzzes, and when I do that, these headphones suck. You catch the stuff we don't I'm know about. The buzz a little bit, so oh, you are? Coming through the audio. Oh. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how to turn that down. It's like you catch a lot Should of I stuff we don't know about. I... I, I I got a ticket for dusty license plates in San Carlos. Then next thing I know, I see you with the people behaving badly. I'm like, oh, I, I didn't feel so bad then. I, I'm like, oh, uh, Stanley's covering this. This is a thing here. Well, some people alter their plates by covering them up with like either uh, covers or um, they take off the reflective coating, which is illegal in California. Um, or, and, and remember, San Carlos has plate readers. So if you drive into any part of San Carlos, your plate has been read already. Oh, re wait, plate readers? Wait. Yep, they have L, L, uh, license plate readers, they're called LPR. And if you go through San Carlos, every entrance into San Carlos, they have LPR set up uh, all around the city. So every car that comes in, plate is read, no matter what. So you just drive through, and you're just driving through, your, your plates are red. If you drive through the city of San Carlos, then yes. And they've solved a lot of crimes because of that, because burglars, they come in there to break into a house, and they look at the time the burglary was, and they go back and look at the, um, the license plates and say, okay, this car came through here, but this car came from a certain part of town which doesn't live in this area, so then maybe that could be our burglar. Okay, so that's not bad. I, I don't... Now... Yeah. Going back to the drunken part... There we go. I've never been arrested for being drunk in public. And in Arizona, there is no law of being drunk in public. You can be drunk as you want to be. Just don't walk out in traffic or carry a gun. I like this. All right. Let's move to Arizona. Yeah, yeah you hear that, Keith? <laughs> yeah. Fucking... Tucson... And, Here I come. <laughs> and they don't. They probably don't even. Have, they probably don't have plate readers. They don't even have any of the buddy readers. There's no readers in Arizona. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> I'm just kidding, Arizona. On top of cars and not plate cars, but repossession cars. So if you don't pay your car note, these these look like really crappy looking cars come through with. Um, with these, like cameras on top of them, and they just wrap the parking lot to look for stolen uh, plates. I can respect that. I mean, there's a lot of people that I think 
Big Brother's bad, and I mean, sort of, but I, something I, like that. So if I unplug this, it is not be any buzzing anymore. Can you hear buzzing phone. now? It's the phone. You still do? Oh, it's the phone. Some, yeah. some, something like that's not so bad. I mean, I, I, I was, uh, I was hearing one of your shows, and you were on the. You were put in the Facebook jail, I believe? Yeah, um, people get thrown in the Facebook jail, and they, they actually retract, retracted my uh, Facebook jail when they realized that they made a mistake. It, it sounded like it was a process you had to go through. No, what happened was, someone wrote a comment about me on Instagram that basically said that, for me, they, they dared me to come back to the Bay Area, they would run me the asshole. And so I was like, I posted, I took a picture, a screenshot of that, and they made a gif out of it. And I said, look how much love I'm getting from the Bay Area with a heart. I said, you know, so much love from the Bay. And then I posted on my Facebook account. And then, ironically, about a week later, I get a message saying um, uh, that violated the terms of service and that they deleted the account, uh, deleted the, the post, and that I was on three-day um, suspension. Now, the irony of that is that it was a post against me that I posted, and they, their bots, everything run by an algorithm, determined that that was a violation of the terms of service, so I got put on suspension for three days. What I recommend always is that you contest any kind of suspension or anything with any social media platform. So I contested it underground that I didn't think it violated the terms of service. Um, and I didn't disagree. You know, most people just say, okay, fine, and move on. But once you say that, that's kind of like paying a parking ticket in advance. You're admitting guilt. So I put down, I think, the term determines, I think that um, you guys made a mistake and you might want to look into it. About a month later, I think it was about a month later, I get a message from Facebook that says, we made a mistake. We, we, we sorry for your suspension. I don't get the three days back, but... And the funny thing about being suspended on Facebook is they feed you content while you're on suspension, but you can't respond to the content while on suspension. Wow, a whole month, though. So I've been making fun of it called Facebook Jail. And weirdly, I started calling it Facebook Jail in 20... When I first started using Facebook, I got suspended because someone was feeling bad about me, and I reposted what they wrote and Facebook told me this is before you can't call them on the phone they, I can call them back then they said that people are allowed to say whatever they want about me because I'm a quote unquote celebrity which is when I found out I was a celebrity I didn't know that but you can't say anything back to them you don't have the same right wait so wow because of your celebrity status people just say whatever they want to you so as a celebrity you can say whatever you want to me yeah and I'm supposed to suck it up Wow, that's now different than why. Twitter. Now, I know why. A lot of celebrities do what I call drop and run. They post and they don't come back to check to see who wrote what. Yeah, that's way different than Twitter. I, I've oh. gotten banned for saying things to celebrities. Yeah. But so, so it depends. You know, celebrities read it and then they, 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 they flag it and say, hey, this was offensive. Then you could get banned. But most, if you look at like, okay, let's, let's do the math. Kenny Diggs is a, he tweets all on a regular basis. He acts, he's an actor, he tweets on a regular basis. 
K-Diggs has over a million people that he follows, and a million people follow him. Remember back in the day, I don't know if you remember this, when, when, when AOL and you went to a chat room, and the chat room was flying like crazy, and you, you kind of had to jump in and see if somebody saw your, your, your post? Uh, yeah. Okay, so imagine him, him having a feed like that, and so that many people are, are responding to him on a regular basis. You'll never see him all. So chances are, that's why I've always been, I've been a big fan of having a million followers, because you can't be personal with them. I like the personal ability to interact with the people I deal with. Even if I don't like what they say, I still deal with them. Even the, the hate. Well, hey, if you hate me, that means you're a, that means you're a, a fan of this guy. Oh, uh, yeah. It's, I've had people, I've had hate, uh, people that would hate me and they would tell other communities uh, groups that they belong to about me, then they would listen into a show or come to one of my shows to see why they should hate me. So I, yeah, th- does the hate help? Well, I've had people send me hate mail and I respond back to them and they go, oh my God, you responded back. I didn't think you would respond back. Uh, yeah. I'm your biggest fan. <laughs> so they're just trying to tug at you. I'm like, so why the hate mail? Well, because I wanted to see if I get a response out of Oh, you. wow. You know you could have just said hi and got the favorite response. <laughs> oh. we've, we've been taught to believe that the only way to get a response is to do something drastic. And that's what we have now on social media. People are doing things that are drastic to get attention. And guess what? They're getting the attention they wanted. And that's what we're rewarding bad behavior. And that's... Well, yeah, that's part of your show, too, I guess, so... My whole show is not to reward bad behavior and to to point it out. But what we do in social media is that we don't like something. What do we do if we don't like something? We retweet it. Oh, my God, did you see this? Oh, my God. It's kind of like when someone parks in another room and you run in the room and tell how bad it's parted. Well, just like, well, yesterday I I was at the fair and then some, some reporters were there. Yeah, I didn't want to bother the person, so I just maintained my business. But I'm like, all right, cool, the news is here. But when I went home, I saw the same person, and they they did the video at the fair. All their video was people coming into the camera, going, "Hey, what's up, bro? Hey, what up?" And uh, and that's the world we live in, I guess. Because that's guess that's what? that's going viral from that. From that, yeah. It's so that's what we do. We reward bad behavior and we, we shun people who act normal. Isn't, isn't that weird? I, I, and everyone has to belong to some certain group, it seems like, these days to feel like they are somebody. It it's, is what it is. I mean, it's sad. And, and, you know, the bad part is, what's the best way to be able to, to continue your bad behavior? Even I, the people whose job it is to enforce bad behavior, to make sure it doesn't happen. Yeah, as long as you take a video of it. You, people's lives these days are... It's got to be insulting for someone that actually, like you, you go out there, you look for the scenes to make a real creative video. It's got to be insulting for that person that just goes viral making some kind of just dumb video where they're like, I want to see this go viral. Let me do something really stupid instead of something creative like you're doing. 
Well, the funny part about me creative and people doing stupid stuff is that, and I've tested this, this theory on uh, social media a dozen times and I've gotten the same exact results. The test I've done is I will post something that is blatantly absurd. And then a few seconds later, I'll post something that is blatantly normalized. It's like, this is, oh my God, this is incredible. And then you go back and the, the comments of, from the blatantly um, messed up post, there's like a thousand people have commented. In like 20 minutes, a thousand people. The other one has three comments and the comments have nothing to do with the story. So what I'm showing is that people don't, I mean, people tell you every day long, we should do stories of showing people doing nice things. That's 1% of 1% of 1% that want that. The rest of them want to see a train wreck. Um, and I'm not even trying to give a train wreck. I'm just trying to show them real life. Yeah. Or, or, or give me something uh, to make you hate me for. You know, give, me, give me that crowd of people. You know, anything to rile up instead of put a positive smile, I guess. Well, well, I mean, the bad thing about riling people up is that nowadays social media has morphed into I hate you, I hate you, I'm going to tweet this, I hate you, yeah. to I'm going to find where you live at and I'm going to come to your house and blow it up. Yeah, it's easy these days, yeah. Um, so, tell us, well, I mean, you, you've uh, gone through a lot from uh, the Crumb 4 to, I mean, to, to you, you said if you go to Crown 4, you still have videos up. So you've placed yourself there, placed yourself in other areas, and you, you haven't disappeared from there. So that's nice. It's like Lego blocks. Tell us, uh, so where are you originally from? I, I believe you're not originally from the Bay Area, right? No, I'm from Philadelphia, originally born in Philadelphia, really? yeah. raised in Camden, and then moved to Salinas back in the early 80s. Um, I also was the Monterey County Sheriff Deputy there, and uh, lived there for a while, then got a job in L.A., and started TV in Salinas. Moved to L.A., did L.A. for about almost 10 years, then, then I came to the Bay Area in 98, working for KRON, and I was a photographer um, slash uh, editor. Who would have thought, straight out of Salinas to here? So, yep, the, the, uh, I used to sit on the pier in, in, in Monterey at the Fisherman's Wharf Pier with a, a little lounge chair and a fishing pole on my days off, making nine bucks an hour, fall asleep, relax out there, fishing by the pier. You can go to catch any fish. It was just relaxing enough that I could lay there, sit there, chill, enjoy the fresh, salted air, and it was just—it was the best life. I lived my best life at nine bucks an hour. Well, I mean, that was back in the day, right? Nine bucks an hour. That was back in the eighties, though. I mean, yeah, yeah, the eighties. They had a minimum wage for three bucks an hour, I think, back then too. Yeah. So that was hey, that was balling back then. That was a, yeah, I was hardcore balling, <laughs> you know, but I was hardcore news. I mean, to the point where. Um, I used to sleep with my scanner on so I could hear breaking news at night so that I could jump up, run out, and shoot it. Because that was the, you know, the young me and, and enjoying the fact that I'm actually doing this, driving a, a, a four-wheel drive, a two-wheel rodeo with a stick shift. And so, you know, whenever something broke from Santa Cruz to Big Sur, I was rushing out to do it all the way up to Greenfield, California. So you went from... Uh just right away to, I mean, how'd this happen? You, you just, Salinas to the, the Cron 4 news. Yeah, 
Um, again, I'm going to say that your audio has fallen off again. I can barely hear you. I really have the phone like up to my ear, and I can almost never hear you at all. How to how how this this start with uh, the the going from uh, going to TV? How how'd you get your start there? Uh, ironically, my start is unlike any other start in the world. Um, and, and for me to how it started, we have to go back to elementary school. So I went to elementary school in Camden, and I actually pitched a news broadcast in Camden at my elementary school, and they 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 rejected it. Um, I was on the audiovisual crew in high school. And in Philadelphia, I actually applied at KYW3 to be a, a trainee and never got, no one ever contacted me. It was never, it never happened. I'm in Salinas and there was an ad in the paper for a weatherman. No walk-ins accepted, sitting your tape and blah, blah, blah. So I decided that um, I was going to walk in anyway and no tape. I just walked in and said, hey, I want your, I want to apply for your job as a weatherman. And the, the gentleman at the, at the, 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 the desk was in Spartan, and I guess he kind of had this little stick on his face, like, what the hell just happened? And so he calls in, this guy walks in, uh, Paul Miller was his name, he was the news director for KCBA Fox 35. They were about to launch their news in Salinas. They were just a small little station that didn't have news yet. They were going to launch it. And he asked me, to says, what do I know about news? And I told him my history of how much I love news. He said, do me a favor. Go home, watch the news for two weeks, come back and show me how you would um, do news differently. And so I guess he assumed that me leaving, I would never come back again. But two weeks later, I showed up with a stack of papers and a list of how we changed the news. He looked at me and he said, you know what? I like you. You got balls. I'm going to give you a job. But not as a weatherman, because you need, you need a degree for that. So... I'm like, oh my God, I just got a job in TV. And ironically, I had just gotten transferred from Salinas to tele um, uh, a company in Santa Cruz called uh, Texas Instruments. And and uh, uh, so I just, I hadn't signed the deal yet, but they just paid for me to, they gave me a thousand dollar advance to live to move to Santa Cruz and work in the high tech industry. And I said, nope, I'm going to work in TV. And so I did. And um, long story short, uh, I worked there. Um, my first job was they gave me a, a broom and a broom and um, a, a little small camera to do studio cam with. I had to sweep the floors and do studio cam. Taught myself everything I can from the ground up. Got a, a recommendation for a job at Fox in Sanford and then Fox in LA. And the rest is history. Um, I. You know, Kron called me while playing golf in L.A. and said, hey, you want to come work in San Francisco? And I was like, never thought about it. I'll give it a shot. So that's how I ended up in San Francisco. Hell yeah. That's how you know That rules. Uh, seen uh, your, your, a lot of your YouTube videos. Is, is there a story about having to delete videos? I, I've actually been... Yeah, YouTube... Speaking about uh, being in... Facebook jail and all. I've actually been uh, flagged on YouTube. But uh, is there a story about having to delete videos? I don't actually delete videos. I, I don't normally because if I put them up there, I've already got through all the research to make sure the story is legit, number one. Mm. Um, the only time I've ever had to delete a video, and I remember the one I had to delete was because I did a piece on 
ghostwriting the whip, and I used some music from E40. Yeah. That's how we came came in contact with each other, and um, the station it was it went viral, but Kron didn't want to pay for the licensing for the music, so they made me take the video off of um, social media and off of their website because they didn't want to pay for the for the um, for the music. Oh damn! It was already at like twenty four million views. Jeez. They made me shut it down. Couldn't you just take the song off? Yeah. Well, the song well, was relevant to the actual yeah. story. Oh. Yeah, it would kind of ruin it a little bit. You need, you need the. Because the part we go dum 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 dum. I wrote. Uh, yeah, so people who are driving their cars and jumping out of them while they're still driving are dumb. <laughs> dumb. I saw nice. that coming, and it's pretty genius. <laughs> I like it. Why? Why wouldn't he want that? That. I no, guess they don't want to pay for the. See, what people don't realize now is that if you go on social media now. They literally take up all your, anything you have that has music on it. If you're driving, down, if someone's driving down the street and you're recording and there's music in the background of a car going by, the bots will find that music and tell you to take it out. Wow. Yeah. Because then, like, it can't. You, they they can't pay you if there's copyrighted stuff in the video, right? The algorithms right. are the weird. Minute, the minute there's copyrighted video on your on your page, the um. They take any monetization off whatsoever, or they do something called limited monetization, which means that the people who own the music get all of your money. Ah, uh, so, so why? It, so if you had a video on there that had 10 seconds of audio from some um, weird area, and the bot picked it up, that entire video, if it got 100 million views, all the revenue would go towards the music owner. They want that. They, uh, all parties want that. Wow. That's just the music going. The, 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 I mean, the the people that whose music it's going on, and everyone associated and with goes, that. And even Twitch now, Twitch has done that same thing now. The gaming they send out side. A email to everybody and says, "Hey, if you have music in the background and you don't own it, take it down what because you can't have it in the background." So it's not just you just going around doing this. Uh, this job you do that made you want to leave the Bay Area, right? Well, well like. You, you picked oh, up the and left. Was, was, was twofold. Um, I was doing a long-term relationship with my better half, who was in L.A., and wanted to be together, for one. Number two was that um, the cost of living in the Bay Area was so bad that it was really hard to try to live there. And, um, you know, paying union dues, paying health care, paying rent. I mean, the average two-bedroom apartment right now will cost the average person 60 grand a year. Then you toss in the amount of money it takes for health care, the amount of money it takes for a union dues if you're in a union, the amount of money it takes for electricity, uh, and all the different things you have to purchase just to have a successful life in that area. And it adds up. And it wasn't bad enough for me. And all I asked my old station was, hey, can you give me enough money so I can afford to live here? And their response was, no, move to, Tra- move to Tracy and commute. So that's... Do they kind of want people to get out of here? I mean, okay, just like the when you were doing the the dusty license uh, segment, things like this make me feel like do they kind of want people to get out of town? No, that's not what it is. It's just that they've made it so hard for people because okay, so the people who who live there all their life, they don't have high end you know tech jobs that pay in dividends and 
uh, stock options, all they have is their normal jobs, the jobs they've been doing every day for the rest of their whole life. There's no stock options. There's no there's no Tesla in the, in the foreground. There's no you know there's no million dollar home that they can just go and put. And and and, and the fact that people now are putting you know making million dollar uh, upgrades. They want to a house. They want to buy a house, and the house is worth a million. And ten people want to buy that house. But then somebody comes in and says, "Look, I'll give you a million above asking price for that house right now." So it's a lot of people bringing in money, new money, and a lot of people bringing in and people. You know, it's not as much old money; it's more new money now. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, it's 